For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. What's up, Thunder fans? My name is Maddie Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. And they came away victorious, 102-94 to over the Orlando Magic. It was a pretty emotional night as the Thunder organization normally always gets things spot on with their public relations stuff and their community relations stuff. Um, very sentimental and uh, emotional time before tip-off as they unveiled their city jerseys and... Uh, talked about the uh, folks that had lost their lives during the Oklahoma City uh, bombing back in 1995. They had family members come who were survived by those that lost their lives, and each one of them got a a package of uh, jersey with the name on the back of their family members as well as the number 95 for 1995. And uh, they just had a great ceremony at the center court right before the game started. So hats off to the Thunder organization for always being in tune to the community and always um, really getting it right. Very classy organization, and it it meant a lot to a lot of people. I could tell uh, through Twitter a lot of people reacted very positively to that and uh, it just drew more awareness um, to that horrific event that happened that uh, was so pivotal in shaping who we are today as uh, members of Oklahoma and Oklahoma City as well. So hats off to the Thunder organization, good job there. Um, But after that there was basketball that was played. Some big numbers stood out. The Thunder got off to a good start early. Then the defenses dug in, and and it turned into a really sloppy game in the second half. Overall, we had some guys show show out, though. Um, We had uh, our player of the game, who we'll talk about later. We also had some, uh, some key 
contributions from Chris Paul, from Danilo Gallinari, and then uh, Darius Baisley actually came to play in this one. A lot of high energy and stuffed the stat sheet a little bit. So very good game for him. Overall, some big disparity though. Free throws. The Magic shot like a million of them, and we shot significantly less than that. Um, it it was something that was talked about numerous times during the telecast, and that's really what helped keep the Magic in this one. They didn't shoot very well from the field, didn't shoot very well from behind the arc, but were able to stay in, in it because they shot so many more free throws than the Thunder did. Um, the Thunder shot pretty well, actually, in this one overall. A little bit less than league average behind the three-point line, although they started off red hot. And uh, not great from the field, but comparative to what the Magic got, uh, it was a little better than that. Um, overall, Thunder ended up securing their third win of the season, so they're now 3-4, and four, but 3-2 and two at home. And as we mentioned in the weekly there were lots of close losses that the Thunder have had so far this year. Um, just to recap some of those for our schedule, we lost the first game of the season by five points, the second game by eight. We won against Golden State. We lost against Houston by four points in a game that uh, James Harden made like eight field goals but still scored over 40 points and we lost to Portland by three so a lot of games that we could have won or that we should have won we very easily could be over 500 uh, overall in the standings where we are looking at right now uh, the Thunder are a game back essentially of the Rockets in the seventh seed um, but they're only three games back of first. Um, the Suns are playing way, well better than they normally would be. The Magic, or excuse me, the Mavericks are are the four seed right now. The Timberwolves are the six seed right now. So there could be some shuffling up there. Uh, the Spurs got another loss tonight. Um, and the Trailblazers are also three and four. So uh, the Thunder are just hanging around. Uh, they're just winning games, and they could have theoretically won a lot more than what they have currently. But we will keep our focus from henceforth on the game that was in Oklahoma City on Tuesday night. How can we do that, you ask? You know, I'm talking about hooking up the TiVo. You don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. TiVo is a little different this year, as you may have gathered. We're not really going to go play-by-play, per se, just some notes, some things that we saw, some flow in the game, and, and what some players overall did. First thing I noticed was T-Ferg with a curl up at the top of the key, shot with no hesitation, and splash. Um, but Gallinari got in foul trouble early. He picked up two fouls in the first six minutes. 
and we were absolutely in fuego from three to start the game. We we're five of 11. That's 45% for you folks taking or keeping score at home. SGA had an incredible stutter dribble uh, where he turned around and was actually able to finish amongst the trees. And then we had sticky fingers in that quarter. We had three steals, a lot of hands, a lot of defense, getting out in transition. Finished it kind of sloppy though in the first quarter. We had some turnovers, lots of missed shots by Oklahoma City, and we led 31 to 26 at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter, Orlando was punishing us down low. They had back-to-back buckets inside of three feet. Uh, free throws were keeping Orlando in this one. At that time, it was 11 out of 12 to two to three difference. Uh, that free throw disparity, as I mentioned in my opening monologue, would resonate through the rest of the game. Uh, Mo Bamba was having actually a really nice second quarter. He hit a three to get up to seven points in the quarter. Alfaruk Aminu going right at Darius Baisley, the rookie. Just Aminu getting leverage and being able to get into the body of Baisley and finish strong at the rim. Beautiful offense went through Steven Adams uh, as he hit a a swinging Diallo and then back to Adams for an and one or what should have been an and one, uh, but Steven Adams missed the bunny. So Oklahoma City went to the half with a five-point lead, and then the second half. Um, Ball movement was just beautiful. Uh, There are a couple of possessions to start the second half where three-plus guys touched the ball and then ended up in an open shot. The Thunder's ball movement is just Although we go through spurts of where we miss a lot of shots and where it seems like things are getting slogged down a little bit, we are absolutely moving the ball very well on offense. It's just the shots aren't falling. This is the ball move motion, ball movement offense that we've been begging for for years, and it's finally come to Oklahoma City. Chris Paul is helping with that, but it, everybody is buying in. Everybody's moving the ball except for Danilo Gallinari at times, but when he shoots it, it feels like it's a good shot still most of the time. Uh, Markel Fultz, the former number one overall draft pick from Philadelphia, who was traded to Orlando, was very aggressive in this one, just attacking the basket. It seems like he's getting some of his confidence back. Seems like he's playing a little bit like he did at the University of Washington, so very good news for him. I like to see... Uh, regeneration projects or rehabilitation projects whatever you want to call that in the league and it seems like he is taking well to the culture that they're building in Orlando kind of an interesting uh, sequence of events here a nice inbound play uh, that Billy Donovan drew up where uh, Gallo came through a screen uh, off of the inbound and was wide open for three and as he was rising up to shoot the three which he drained by the way Uh, Aaron Gordon just threw Steven Adams to the side, so they naturally called a foul, and they said that that foul happened before the shot was able to actually get shot. Yeah, shot, dot, shot. (laughs) Um, And so they waved off the three-pointer, which really sucked because, like, we got fouled, but we still lost the three-pointer. So what do we do? We came right back with another uh, inbound play to Gallinari in which he missed it because that's what happens when you're 
on the Thunder. Um, so it's kind of interesting. We ended up with no points on that possession, but we got one foul. Great. SGA, uh, you may have seen the video on the OKC Topic Thunder Twitter page. Uh, SGA had a nice uh, scoop lob to Adams, who caught it with one hand and just slammed it home. Oh my god. Steven Adams, he was back. Booyah. Um, SGA then came down on the very next possession, got contacted, heading to the basket. He made it, but got no call. And my note for this was, we're just not getting the, the foul calls that like stars get. We're not going to get the Russell Westbrook calls, although he didn't get enough. We're not getting uh, Paul George calls. And, and Chris Paul, if he's not doing wise veteran moves with the rip through, for instance, he's not really getting to the line either. So that's just something to keep in mind. It'll be interesting to see as the season progresses with SGA getting more and more um, notoriety if he starts to get some of those calls later on. Game was slogging down towards the end of the third quarter. OKC was just missing loads and loads of open shots. Everybody was missing Diallo, uh, Gallinari, Chris Paul. Definitely Dennis Schroeder missed a lot in this game. Um, and then Terrence Ferguson picked up foul number five with 50 seconds left. Um, so at the end of the third quarter, the Orlando Magic went the last three minutes without a field goal. It didn't make consecutive field goals in the entire quarter, and yet they only trailed by two. And the reason for this was the free throw disparity. They were 23 of 27 at the line at this point, making 85%. OKC was 11 of 14, making 78%. So they had an additional 12 points off of free throws. 12 points out of an additional 13 free throw attempts. So it's that that kept the magic in this game much longer than they really should have been. All right, moving to the fourth quarter. Hamadou Diallo, although he missed some open shots, although he um, wasn't necessarily able to finish in the paint, he had lots of energy. He was all over the place on defense, deflecting balls, blocking shots, poking balls away to start steals and start transition offense. Um, he was just all over the place, and I really like to see that. That's what we needed, especially with Ferguson being in foul trouble. Um, we had a huge three-pointer made by Baisley um, at the, like, the angle. I don't know if you want to call that the elbow because the elbow's at the paint. Um, wasn't the corner, wasn't the top of the key, it was on, on like the, the angle. Um, but he made that with like five seconds left, and I thought that was going to get us going, but nope. Um, but that was at 7.58 in the quarter, so yeah. The first four minutes was pretty rough for us. Um, ugly offense, ugly offense in my notes. All over the place. Gala missing open three after open three. And then finally, Dennis Schroeder... Drove it into the paint, uh, wrapped it around to the left side, kicked it out to the left corner to Shea, who just drained it, uh, full confidence, big shot. Um, that put us up by four with four minutes left. Gallinari drew a big charge, a foul on Aaron Gordon, which was 
really at a pivotal moment because it was right after that, after we made that shot. Um, we got a basket on one end of the floor, uh, and then Danilo Gallinari had to play defense without a shoe. That's right. Uh, as the Thunder broadcast said, we were playing defense with nine shoes. <laughs> um, and we actually got the stop. We got the rebound. And, uh, well, we didn't get the rebound. The ball was knocked out. And they said it was out on Markel Fultz, I think it was, which allowed us to get the shoe back on um, through the, the official review. Um, so, yeah, and that, that brought us up to an eight-point Oklahoma City lead and then some free throws to end this game. So we got six free throw attempts after intentional fouls. Otherwise, Orlando had 31 free throw attempts and Oklahoma City had 14 free throw attempts. Yeah, so outside of like the last minute of the fourth quarter, we got no additional free throw attempts in the game. Hmm. But we had a lot of positives to take from this one. It was an ugly game. Orlando has been a great defensive team all year. They were number five in the league. I think they are fifth in the league in defensive rating. Um, and then lots of other statistical categories that they were like top eight in as well as Oklahoma City. So we knew this was going to be a knock them out drag them out game. It was the lowest projected total from Vegas on the entire night. And that proved to hold true. Again, 102 Thunder, 94 Magic. If you took the Thunder minus three points, you were very happy with how this one ended. Um, some key stats for Magic players. Uh, the Magic had six players in double digits. Gordon with 15 and eight. Isaac with 13 points, 10 boards. Uh, Vucevic, 10 points, 11 boards. Marco Fultz, 13 points on five of 10 shooting, one of two from three, two for two from free throw again. Like to see that out of him. Alfred Aminu, stuff the stat sheet as normal, 13 points, two steals, one assist, five rebounds. Mobamba, seven points on three of eight shooting. DJ Augustine, uh, Thunder legend, DJ Augustine, um, 13 points on three of 10 shooting from the field, but seven of eight from free throw. And uh, yeah, Terrence Ross, the Thunder killer, actually did not kill the Thunder tonight. He was only two for five from the field, 0 for one from behind the three-point line, which resulted in six points. Um, yeah, moving to the Thunder. Danilo Gallinari, 16 points on 17 shots. Six made shots. He was 3 of 10 from 3. Our best 3-point shooter isn't going to shoot 30% every single night. Fortunately for us, it didn't really impact the game in a negative way as we were able to still get the win. Steven Adams, hey, homeboy came back. Uh, 11 points. He also chipped in 11 rebounds and... Five of seven shooting, so it was it was efficient, um, it was effective. He was a plus ten on the night, so good game uh, by Stephen Adams. Chris Paul, twenty points, yeah. Chris Paul, twenty points, six assists, two rebounds, three steals. Let's go, CP, three steals. Let's go. Um, it was six of fifteen field goals, 
two of six from behind three, so not super efficient, but he was six of six from behind the free throw line um, with some of those coming at the end of the game as he just was able to draw fouls and um, we were able to put this one to bed. Uh, Nerlens Noel, five points, three of four from free throw strike, one of two from the field, but he did have five rebounds, two assists, and a block. Darius Baisley, uh, 10 points, six rebounds, one assist, two steals. And Dennis Schroeder was awful. He was absolutely awful. He played 31 minutes, shot two of 11, had one, uh, three from behind the arc, one rebound, three assists, three turnovers, three personal fouls, five points, negative one in the plus minus. Not great. Diallo scored six points and played really good defense, two blocks, two steals. You might have noticed that there's somebody that I did not mention. Hmm. I think you know what time it is. It's time for the player of the game. And the player of the game is... None other than Shea Gilgis Alexander. (laughs) Shocking, I know. Um, He had 20 points in his... 20 plus points in five of seven games this season. It looked like he was going to set a career high tonight in points, which a lot of people called on Twitter. And it seemed like he was going to definitely match that. He had 17 points at half on six of eight shooting, two for three behind the arc, and three of four from the free throw line. So he finished three of five. So he had. One additional three-pointer and only three additional made field goals on six additional shots in the entire second quarter or second half, excuse me. Um, Didn't really get super involved. Dennis Schroeder was a little more involved than he needed to be in the second half. Um, Chris Paul was super effective. Danilo Gallinari shot a lot um, and wasn't super efficient, but Shea made the big shots when we needed him to. He made big plays on defense when we needed him to. He facilitated the offense well, and he was really a stabilizing force for us um, the entirety of the game and helped us keep our lead at half while the Magic just shot free throw after free throw after free throw. So, Shay, SGA, the future of OKC, buy your merchandise now. You are our player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. So we are left again. Three and four. Fourth in our division. But that's okay. Um, we go to San Antonio to play the Spurs. And that will happen on Thursday night. And then we are, for the rest of the week, we play Golden State on Saturday night and then turn around and play Milwaukee on Sunday night. Both of those games at home. The Thunder, uh, we, we said, I said that they would go 4-0 this week. They are 25% of the way there. And they have 
a couple of very winnable games coming up. Um, at San Antonio is next, and that will be against a team that they are also fighting for with seeding. Right now, San Antonio, I want to say, is in the nine spot. Yep, the nine spot uh, at four and three. So that game could help a little bit. Um, we don't know anything else about Dre's health. We don't know if anybody is going to sit at all. Any load management out of Chris Paul. Any load management out of Danilo Gallinari. Um, what that looks like. But what we do know is we have a lot of young players that are playing really well right now. They're starting to fall into sync with one another. They're starting to trust one another. And Shea is just night in, night out getting it done. Well, that wraps it up for us here at OKC Topic Thunder. You can find all of our stuff. Um, lots of interaction on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. You can find our stuff at BigHeadsMedia.com. You can also find our stuff on Dash Radio, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iTunes, wherever you get your uh, content. Chances are we have an account, we have a platform through them uh, to be able to bring you all that you need for Thunder coverage. Thanks for joining us tonight. I am Matty Moles, and as always, Thunder up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.